I might cry, to be honest. Welcome to Three Beers In, a, a craft crap. podcast with beer news and reviews. Here's your host, Dominic Ribello. It'd be a good cry, though. I'm drinking heavily in a, in a good way, because it's a celebration. Jesus Christ. From deep underground in Staten Island's beer bunker slash virtual saloon, welcome to yet another episode of Three Beers In. The Craft Beer Show bringing you the latest news and unique craft beer reviews. I'm Dom and this is episode number 176. Right? 176? I told you. And this week we're drinking from the storied, coveted Three Floyds Brewing Company out of Indiana. We're not having zombie dust. God, I wish it was zombie dust, but it always sells out before I can get some. We're having Alpha King. I'm fucking this intro up, but you know what? It's okay. It's allowed. Alpha King, which is their their go-to flagship beer. Even though everyone knows zombie dust and gumball head in terms of what they've got on their roster. This is their all-around beer. And now, this is so crazy. I just I just poured myself a glass of... Okay, so... I don't even know where to begin, guys. I... I guys and gals, for the last... I mean, for all of 2020, we have been in limbo. We have been scared because we don't know what's going on. I mean, the world... Okay, Kobe Bryant died, which was just out of control crazy. Then the coronavirus hit and fucked up everything. People have been hunkered down in their in their apartments and in their houses. And then all of a sudden the an asteroid almost hit us. Two hurricanes at once. I think Iowa just got fucked by like a a super tornado type thing called like a a, a banshee. I think it was called like a banshee. A banshee has destroyed Iowa or Idaho. One of those two, I think. No news coverage of that, by the way. But either way, there's riots in the streets. People are burning things down. But why am I drinking? I already went through the Bitburger. And here I'm pouring out one of the show beers that I'm... Why would I drink a show beer as a pre-show beer? Ladies and gentlemen... If you've been following the show for a while, you know that I'm based out of Staten Island, New York, and that I have to go get my beer at Joe Canals in New Jersey, and it's a bit of a pilgrimage. Oh, God. But I was on Facebook the other day, and a message came. This was like Jesus Christ coming out of the sky and saying, here I am now. It's, it's all good. Follow me into heaven. I was just going through random Facebook stuff. And, and Facebook has the my story thing where people you follow will upload a story. And I tapped on it. And I was just rolling through people being like, look, I cooked some shrimp. And uh, here's my baby running down the stairs. And I'm barbecuing and I have a white claw. 
And in between all that noise, I saw a fridge full of craft beer. I saw a refrigerator, maybe 10 shelves in a fridge, wall to wall of craft beer. And whomever was the camera person who is like the Moses, this is the Moses of the, of this religious experience. Jesus coming back is what happened. And the Moses brought you the information, right? He brought the, the tablets of the 10 commandments. This is accord, very loosely according to the Bible, to the Bible. I went down south a little bit. I have a Bible. Anyway, the Old Testament has Moses coming down with tablets, giving us rules to live by, giving us a message, if you will. But this Moses on my Facebook is not the Moses Matthew, wonderful, wonderful friend of mine, old friend. No, not him. This Moses was showing me a fridge full of craft beer cans. I saw Killsborough in there. I saw some other pl- some other brewers. I saw Lawson. I think I saw a sip of sunshine in there. I saw some cans that I've never seen before in my life. And then I said, whose refrigerator is this? What's going on here? And then I looked in the top left-hand corner. I saw this yellow, this yellow circle like a sun, like the sun that gives us life up in the left-hand corner. And there were some texts on it, but I couldn't make it out. Because my eyes are tired eyes. I've been through so much with it. We've all been through so much with the COVID. We're tired. But I clicked that little sun, that little glimmer of hope in the left-hand corner of my telephone. And what did I see? I saw the words, Beverage Island. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, just give me a second here. I might have to. I'm not going to pause the show. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to power through. But you you need to understand. For those of you that are just joining for the first time, if you listen back, you will know. What's going on with Beverage Island, Dom? How's it going with Beverage Island? I met a guy in the tire shop that was like, yeah, they're trying to get it together. You want to know the best part about this? Tomorrow, at the time of this recording, it's August 30th. Their doors are opening to the public the 31st. Here's your reminder. I have a reminder here. My watch just told me about a reminder. I didn't need to be reminded of anything. But I have an Apple watch on and it tells me things sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, August 31st, 2020 is when it all turns around. August 31st, 2020 is when all of the drum and drawn, all of the fire and brimstone, all of the, all of the bullshit is going to stop. Now, I'm the only one that knows this, and I'm telling him, I mean, obviously it was on the Facebook, and I don't think it has hit anyone as hard as it hit, it has hit me. But when things start looking up, you're going to know the three beers in who's been around for years, who's been bringing you the craft beer news and reviews. 
You're hearing it here first. If you're the ones that are listening right now, you're hearing it here first. It's all over, baby. It's all over. We're turning around the ship. We're turning around the fucking Taika. Put my flip-flops on. We are going to be okay. Beverage Island is open again. In a bigger location. With refrigerators stacked right now as I speak with craft beer waiting for me and you. I gotta take a sip of beer. Mm. I'm not even mad right now. You wanna know why I'm not even mad? Guess what? I covet the show beer because this is what brings that, this is what gets the show going, is the show beer, right? I'm drinking Burning Money, an India Pale Ale from, uh, Thin Man Brewery, which I've done here before. They're up, they're up in Buffalo, New York. You know how I've been waiting for a juice bomb for a while? Well, guess what? I'm drinking it right now. My second can of it. It's hazy as fuck. It's juicy as fuck. Can the world get any better right now? Can it? Well, for this beer show, it can't. I'm sorry. I got a little I got a little heated there. Not heated, but I was like a little zealot. Zealotous? Overzealous? Is that the word we're going to use here? I dipped down to a little bit of a southern preacher there. I was I was making biblical references. But am I sorry? No. This show, the remainder of the show can be complete ass. It could suck. Okay? I was interrupted by my watch. Do I I'll throw this watch across the room. Come I threw my I didn't throw my watch across the room. It's like a three it's like a $250 watch. Okay. I threw I threw like a bottle opener across the room. And then you may have heard that. This is one of the craziest. This is the best news I've gotten in a long time. In terms of beer, because you know, you get good news and stuff. You know, I'm I have a happy life. I'm not gonna sit here and talk like you know, I've been I've been banking on beverage I want opening again. Yes, I have. I've been banking on it. But still. I am so confident and so happy because I'm going there tomorrow, baby. I am going there tomorrow and I'm going to scream the entire time. I'm not even going to get, I'm just going to oh, I'm just going to be oh, incoherently screaming up and down the aisles. Like I'm having a fit. They're going to call the cops on me, but I'm having this delicious beer right now. And I know for a fact, because it's from three Floyd's, the beer for the show is going to be fantastic. I haven't had it yet, but you know how I do. And for those of you just joining, I take a, I, I actually made a commercial here too, guys. I realized that I never tell anyone where to find the show and stuff. If you're just listening in, if there's, you know, people don't know that I have a fucking website. People don't know that I have a store where you can buy shirts and stuff if you're into that. And I got to, I got to let people know because new people are listening all the time. Oh my God. I couldn't wait to get down here to do that. Now, I know I've been on a little bit of a hiatus. I know that that happens sometimes. Look, look, okay. I know that. I know that a lot of you view me as a hero, right? And I know a lot of you view me as like almost like a superhero, right? But I am as much of a Superman and beer that I am. I'm still Clark Kent. What do I mean by that? Like I'm doing the laundry right now. 
I do my podcast, and my watch is going to let me know because it was reminding me before. This isn't a new watch, by the way, people. It is a watch that I've had, but I've never had a band to fit my chubby, fat sausage arm. But now I found one, and I, I'm like, just now I'm a watch wearer. I was never a watch wearer before this, but now I got, and you know, I could, it's digital, it talks to me. Where was I? Yeah, it's going to tell me when to put the clothes in the dryer, or no, take them out of the dryer. So I may be, the kayfabe is gone. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just a man. I'm just a man who wants access to craft beer and Beverage Ireland is back. Beverage Island is back. I, I, I can't believe that I'm even saying it. It has been so long. I'm going to walk in there. I might, I might physically harm my, like I might try to kiss someone that's in there. The first person I see, I'm going to try to lay, like, like, lay a kiss on them. And that might, that might cause some problems. Either way, I'm just going to let, I'm going to call the precinct before I go there and be like, listen, someone's going to call. Someone's going to call because I'm losing it in there. Let me take another sip of this delicious beer. Man, let me tell you, I was waiting for a real good beer to do on the show. And I do have, I'm pretty sure that Alpha King is going to be fantastic. But burning money from Thin Man, and I'm pretty sure Thin Man did Pills Mafia, if I'm not mistaken, right? Look at me being all, mm, I know, I know beers. I've had them before. I know different beers. Pills Mafia, it was a Pilsner. It sucked. It really wasn't that good. I remember I gave it, I think, a two. But they really fucking turned it around here with uh, burning money. So if you can get your hands on burning money... You know what else, guys? God, I can't. Oh, I hate talking about how the show is, but now that I know what it what happens when I go to Joe Canals and like what I need to do, and now I know what happens now, now that Beverage Island's back, I got the best of both worlds. Like Staten Island is such a place where you have the you can have the best of New York City, and then you have Jersey right there in your backyard, and I'm like, this is it, man. I've got New York City beer. That is going to be just in mass when I get there. Or en, en masse? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be a little French here. And then I could go over to Joe Canals in, in, in Jersey just once a month and have the best that they have to offer too. Let me have another sip of this. So the beer is flowing because I am just so ecstatic. I'm so happy. I hope everyone is doing okay. I hope you're all doing well. I'm sorry. It was I had a fantasy football draft that I had to prepare for, which was uh, on Friday night. But when I get into the mode, I just it's all my focus just just goes on fantasy football, and I have to know what I'm doing. And I had one of the best drafts I've ever had in my career, and I'm a two time champion in the big money home league. So pretty excited about that. Upset that some other leagues cannot continue and will not continue uh, due to the COVID. People are a little concerned about, you know, their money and stuff like that. I mean, that's just how it is. But we got a bit of a banger of a show for you guys. The beer news has uh, piled up in that we're of a hiatus, that week, that we're. I said the we're of a hiatus, the week of a hiatus. Like I said, I just cut a commercial. That's why the beer kind of went a little longer. Number one, I knew I was going to celebrate, okay? Right off the bat, Beverage Island's open, boom, right here in my backyard. Boom, I'm going to be there tomorrow. Holy shit, there's a gnat right on this can. I'm going to try to... I think I got him. Nope, gnats can't be killed. 
Where was I? Yeah, the beer's been flowing because I had the Bit Burgers. They went pretty quick because they're so easy to drink. And I said to myself, let me fucking, let me, I'm that fridge is, oh God, that fridge is going to be filled, man, with some delicious craft beer. And I cut myself a little bit of a commercial that's coming up in a little bit later. I hope it sounds good and professional. But right now, we're going to get into the hop of the week, right? Here we go. Let me break out my little handy-dandy notebook and Blue's Clues brought to you. Brought you that little statement there. Hoplist.com. We got density hops. Density hops. Such a strong name, right, for a hop. But such a little description. It's one of those old world English hops that I don't think anybody really uses anymore. But we're going to give it a go. And uh, as you know, before I even get into that, since episode 136, I had one, two, three episodes where I missed a hop. And then, uh, I mean, so we've been doing a lot of unique hops each time. Maybe two repeats along the way, but either way. Density shares the same interesting heritage as its sibling, Defender. Selected by Dr. R.A. Neve at Y College in England, Density it always seems like, I wish I can, I'm going to try to get an article on this. It always seems like the same place in England came up with all these English hops, similar to how... The Yakima Valley or in Oregon over there, they seem to have all the hops too. I wonder, I wonder, maybe I'll get into it. Density was born as a cross from a New Mexico wild American female hop, Eastwell Golding and other English hops. However, it's very low alpha content and low yield potential has caused it to be discontinued from commercial production in England. Like its sibling, it is also... Uh, it also figures, uh, excuse me, features a pleasant European style and aroma. Oh, this is so disappointing. It doesn't exist really anymore. But anyway, the, uh, the, it was for a really aroma because the alpha acid composition was so low at 4.4 to 6.6. Do you guys feel cheated? You want to do another hop? Let's, let's see. Let's do this. We're going to go on the fly here. We're going to try to get another hop real quick. If this website agrees with me. Okay. Right off a hop list. I think I can find a hop that I haven't done before. Buzz bullets. Haven't done buzz bullets. <laughs> Let me write that down before. Oh, it's another fucking stinker, I think. Well, that's it after this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep beating the, the dead horse here of no hops to talk about. Buzz bullets. Buzz bullets is a proprietary blend created by Yakima Valley hops. We just talked about them. It is said to have a clean bitterness and impart some floral and citrus notes. That's it. Very, very little information here. It's for bittering and aroma, and its alpha acid composition is 8 to 10%. I've gypped you twice. I've gypped you twice in one fucking segment here. I'm so sorry. Jesus. Time for the beer news, everybody. Get your beer news here. I'm going to actually be incorporating uh, some of the emails that I'm, I'm, I get. I get a lot of emails. And I, I want to bring them in more and more. So, this first email is very special because it comes from Kyle right here in Staten Island, New York. Thank you for message, messaging me and asking for this opinion here because he said he's a stout noob. Hey, Doc. 
Hey, Dom, love the show. I've always been a bit afraid of stouts and porters, but I'm waiting to get more into it when the cold, dark nights start to come in. I've always been a big IPA, Niepa fan. I've really gotten into German and really good lagers this summer, thanks to you, which has been great. Thank you, sir, for listening and taking that recommendation there. But I really want to look into some stouts. What would you recommend? And uh, and keep doing... I'm sorry, I, I got a little... Tr- keep doing what you're doing. Love the show. Okay, Kyle, thank you so much. First thing I would do, I mean, if you've never had a stout before or a porter before, uh, the first thing I would do is say, go get yourself a Guinness, right? Get yourself a Guinness, sit down, and that's going to introduce you to the roasted malts and stuff like that. It's going to get your head out of the um, hop cloud because it's really muted there. Uh, Granted, it is a macro beer, but it is pretty well done in terms of just a completely different um, take on beer. So go with the Guinness first, sample that out, get that dry roasty flavor, and then I would go with left-hand milk stout. Left-hand milk stout, uh, coming out of Colorado, it's really something awesome, Um, very, very smooth, and it uses lactose in it, so it's going to give you that smoothness, and it's, it's on the sweeter side, you know, it's got like milk chocolate in there and stuff, so that's the next thing I would do, and then... Right after that, I would just go straight into Old Rasputin, the Imper- Russian Imperial Stout. The reason I give you this type of framework in going through stouts is if you've had the if you've had this level of stout, you know what you're going to get into with any porter because porters are closer to the Guinness and the Russian Imperial Stouts and Imperial Stouts American even are going to be closer to the Rasputin, and the porters are just in between, really. So what do do I mean by that? So it's like when you start off with the Guinness and you end up with the old Rasputin, you're giving yourself a really good journey through what you could hit with your palate when it comes to stouts. Then you might have some coffee stouts in between. You know, you might have some, um, you know, different stouts, just regular American stouts. Maybe uh, an oatmeal stout here or there. And you know what you're going to be really getting into because you've had the whole spectrum. Guinness, then like a milk stout. Like I recommend Left Hand out of Colorado. The, they have a, it's, I think it's a nitro. And then the old Rasputin. So Kyle, that's what I would recommend. And you could probably get all these beers here on the island. So especially now that Beverage Island's open. So get yourself uh, out there and give it a try. Gregory from Georgia here says in his opening, Kolsch equals American adjunct lager, Miller, Budweiser. There's just nothing there. I know the Ryan Hutchkibit and that's and that it's an ale yeast and all that I'm just saying Kolsch is an overrated American adjunct. I'm not saying it's bad. Just that it's nothing special. Granted, I'm sure 150 years ago when clean beer was a novelty, it was mind-blowing, blowingly good. But in modern times, it's just nothing special. I have never felt more personally attacked in my entire life. If you sit there and think that you could compare Kolsch's to Budweiser's and Miller's, 
you have to be out of your mind. First of all, granted, I'm sure 150 years ago, clean beer was a novelty. No, no, because when, when the Reinhardt was written, I believe it was well over 150 years ago, my friend. I think it was in the 1200s that it was written. So I guess for maybe, I don't know, 700 years or so, it's been a novelty. Let me try to calm down here. Let me try to calm down here. I know you're coming right at me when you're saying this, man, because you know I've talked about Kolsch's a lot, and they they hold a special place in my heart, a special place in my heart. So you know what? I'm not going to get triggered by you, sir. I'm not going to get triggered by you. But really, when you take a Budweiser and any Kolsch under the sun and try to compare the two, it's a no contest. And I'm not going to take the bait. Moving on. Going to read an article here from Wesh.com, W-E-S-S.com, the world's largest beer keg rental company files for bankruptcy due to the pandemic. This is coming out of Orlando, Florida. It's a clear signal of just how much the pandemic has changed things global keg which is the largest beer keg rental company in the world which is in orlando has filed for bankruptcy because of covid19 this is bob moore the founder he quotes nothing happens until somebody sells something when you think about it there's nothing more true than that Uh, it is the beginning of the revenue stream it keeps everybody's businesses doors open and this is an example of what happens when you don't sell anything. Well, thank you, Bob. I mean, you're so insightful. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic has had closures of bars all over the country. Uh, some permanently, of course, here. Uh, and so what kind of an impact is this going to have on the craft beer world? A pretty big one. Just like when we were learning about the crisis in terms of the shortage of cans... When you have a bit of a crunch on being able to get new kegs or fresh kegs or kegs that are reputable, that can have an impact on your startup in terms of your new craft brewery because we always want to see craft breweries grow. So this could put a little bit of a squeeze in an already tough situation for a lot of companies. So, I mean, this this the funny thing about all of these news articles that I've been reading is like we don't know what is going to happen in terms of the long term, right? We don't know what's going to happen nine months from now in terms of the craft beer world. And like this type of article right here could have some insight on what is going to happen uh, down the line in terms of just the logistics that we don't think about when it comes to craft beer, right? So So we'll see what happens. It's not a week without beer news unless we talk about the Stone Brewing Company. And I really hate to give them so much airtime, but this according to, God, all these ads here, the Salt Lake Tribune, National Brewer goes after small Utah distillery after using Stone in its name. So not only, not, this isn't even a beer brewery. It makes liquor. And it has nothing. I'm looking at a picture right now of it. It's a fucking, it has an art deco look to it. Okay. Look at me and the things that I know. Right. Holly Stone is the name of this from Kathy 
Stephenson, a small Utah distillery has been pulled into an expensive legal fight with a large national brewer brewer, over the use of the word stone in its name and a winged creature on its label. (laughs) Holly Stone Distilling in Murray is one of nearly 100 U.S. companies from small breweries to bars to restaurants and pizza joints that have been targeted by Stone Brewing Company for unauthorized use of its trademark. I want to throw up when I read that. Earlier this year, the California-based beer maker began issuing trademark cancellation requests against companies that use, quote, stone for alcohol-related business and products. Stone Brewing, which holds the trademark for its arrogant bastard ales, also is targeting companies that use the word bastard. Holly Stone co-owner, co-owners Mike and Barbie DeShazo said they have spent about $15,000 in legal fees on the issue. For Stone Brewing Company to prevail, the brewer would have to prove that Holly Stone's name, logo, or product lineup was, quote, diluting or causing confusion in the market. There's no way we are competition with them, says Mike. No one is going to confuse my vodka with their beer in the liquor store. They're just being big bullies. And there it is, everybody. That's where it all comes to. Listen, I understand with the Sawstone situation, maybe you were on the other side with it, but get the fuck out of here with this shit. Stone is fucking, is really quickly getting real close to a full-blown fucking cancellation. Stone's Brewing Company has three higher alcohol IPAs that are sold in select state-run liquor stores in Utah. Obviously, they have different laws out there. And it's Buena Vista Stolten Lime Lager, which is below 5% ABV, is available in grocery stores. Holly Stone, Holly Stone opened in 2019, and head distiller Ethan Miller has so far produced four spirits, including a gin, a grape-based vodka, absinthe, and a sochu. Lower alcohol white whiskey, sochu, which is Korean. The Holly Stone bottles featured a wing logo, a winged logo, which according to the Stone Brewery trademark claim, closely resembles the gargoyle on its beer labels? Are you fucking kidding me? It's a fucking, it's a traced out fucking like butterfly looking thing it has it in no way looks like a gargoyle oh my god besides the utah distillery stone's brewing trademark complaints have been filed against an array of companies and products from an ej and gals set stone wine of the stony river steakhouse and grill in st louis from Touchstone Brewery in California, California to Stoner's Pizza Joints in Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, and Texas. I I have no I I, I can't believe this. Deshaja believes that the catalyst of this aggressive legal action is a larger billion-dollar lawsuit Stone Brewing has against Miller Coors. Yes, they're going after Keystone. I guess that's not over yet. In February of 2018, Stone Brewing filed suit after Miller Coors tried to rebrand its Colorado Rockies-themed Keystone beer as Stone. A trial is set for October 2020, so stay tuned to Three Beers In for that, where Stone seeks to recover what it says is 
millions in lost sales because of an infringement. I'm not going to lie. Am I sitting here trying to fucking... I mean, I, it says here, going after these entities such as Deshazo, it says it, bolter, it bolsters their case against um, Miller Coors. Maybe it does, because I'm not a lawyer. But Stone once was the little guy taking on the big man. But right now, as we speak, ladies and gentlemen, Stone is the fucking bully. Vodka isn't beer. There's no fucking way that lawyers that are representing Stone could establish any grounds for trademark cancellation. Okay, because no reasonable person would confuse Stone Brewing and Holly Stone Distillery. It's a fucking like winged squid. And the other thing's a gargoyle. Think of that in your head right now, people. A squid. Have you ever had galamad? Fried galamad with the tentacles? Did you ever look at this and say, this looks like a fucking gargoyle. I'm about to eat a fried gargoyle? I am, I cannot, you know, fuck these people hard, man. I can't believe this shit. Stone is fucking up, man. You have a case against Miller because they changed, they changed the name of the beer to Stone, okay? But this fucking little mom and pop distillery making vodkas and shit and gin? Are you fucking serious, man? What are you going to do next, Stone? Are you going to go after Stonehenge? Are you going to go after Stonehenge and say they have to change the name of, of Stonehenge? Every week, it's another small company. Every fucking week. Why not go after the seven, one of the seven wonders of the world? Why not? And then you fucking sit here, this asshole, I don't even remember the fucking guy's name, this neck-bearded piece of shit wants to go out on the internet and start snootily talking about how people are pieces of shit to him and bullying him. Are you fucking kidding me? You have a billion-dollar lawsuit that you're probably going to win. You don't need to bolster it by putting your fucking boot on the small guy. You piece of shit. I'm sorry. Today's a celebration, ladies and gentlemen. Let me take another sip of beer here. Mm. I'm really sorry about that. I, I don't like to swear that much on the show, but this is such horse shit. I don't even know. I mean, it's beyond them trying to get a point across at this, uh, like right here. Because like, you're just, you're sitting here and you're just shitting on the small guy. And why? You have such recognition out there. You have... Uh, I don't know. It really it really pisses me off, man. Big time. Fuck Stone. Here we're going to do it right now. Here it is. Official three beers in statement or mission statement. I will never in my life, and I hope maybe you could follow suit, as a person who's gone to bat for Stone before, in terms of them going after the big guy, so to speak, I am never in my life going to touch any beer from Stone. This kind of draws the line here, guys. This right here, this particular situation really kind of sets it in stone. Why don't you come after me now, motherfucker? I said it's in stone. 
Seriously. When you look up this place, I forgot the name already. I already closed the article. Was it Honey Honeywell or something out of Salt Lake City? When you find this article, when you look it up, you're, you're going to be fucking amazed at the absolute egregious attempt by Stone to go after these people. And they don't have the money to... Comp- That's the thing, right? When, you know, everyone's talking about how Stone is, not, is going up against the big guy. They can't do this. They can't do that. You know, when you put your fucking boot on the neck of a company or an entity that cannot afford the legal fees to go up against you, guess what? You're now the big guy. You're the big, you're the fucking guy that's gotten bullied that now bullies the weak because you got bullied and you just feel a little, you feel a certain way and you got to do, you're going to get your, you're going to get back at them. You gotta be fucking kidding me. It's disgusting. This is disgusting. I'm never going to have a stone again. Fuck you, stone. Fuck you. And that's that when it comes to that. Let's move on to something that's nice. How about a beer review? Three Floyds Brewing the Three Floyds Brewing Company are known for Zombie Dust and Gumball Head. They also have Dreadnought IPA. They're known. They're a big, big company. They're not a big, big company, but they're 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 one of the big motherfuckers out there. Like Zombie Dust is rated like a hundred on Beer Advocate. Which is pretty substantial, if you ask me. So it brings us to Alpha King by Three Floyds. The can is dope as fuck, man. It's like this samurai-looking dude with his hair in the sky. He's got like a pole axe in his hand. It's cool. They're a cool place, man, let me tell you. All right, let's crack this bad boy open and get it into the Pete Sullivan vessel of delicious craft beer. So one of the things right off the bat that I was a bit surprised about was the color of this beer. Like, I didn't expect it to be um, this dark amber color, but let's tell you a little bit about it here. According to the website, Alpha King, here we go, Alpha King is a bold yet balanced America Pale Ale, American Pale Ale, with slight caramel sweetness and aggressive hop citrus. This is our flagship beer. IBUs is 68 and the ABV is 6.66. And I don't think that's a mistake that they made it like that. Okay. Pouring it out here out of a tall boy. Again, great color. I was a bit surprised at the color. I didn't think it would be this, this amber. You know, I thought it would be a little bit lighter. It's a deep amber, uh, amber color here, darker than I expected. I uh, got about two fingers of an off-white head here. Um, but the I was intrigued right away by just looking at the color of it. So when it comes to... Now, again, I'm trying to be a fair show here. I'm a beer show. When you come across a beer from a highly heralded brewery, you want to be as objective as possible. Okay, so what did I do? I decided to just try to clear my head about what it is in terms of their reputation. 
and just try to roll with it as is. Let's get a nose on it here because the color, like I said, is a bit bizarre. So you get like this piney, dank, orangey, citrus, hoppy smell to it, right? There's a malty aroma as well, but it's pretty, it's pretty flat. If I'm going to say, right? Like it's not, it's a strange, it's a strange aroma. It's, it's very faint. Like you're not getting punched with anything. Like when I opened Burning Money, which is an IPA from um, Burning, what, oh no, Thin Man, excuse me. It like the hops hit you right in the face. This, it's not, it's not there. There's nothing really standing out. Nothing to really write home about when it comes to the nose, which concerns me, right? Just a zesty, like a very faint hop. It's, it's a very, it's not very dank in terms of the hops, very piney, you know, very resiny in terms of like the hops there. With a very strong malty backbone. Let's give it a taste here, shall we? Okay. When you taste this beer for the first time, you're going to say, okay, I've had this beer before, right? I've had this type of beer before. I've, I've tasted these flavors. I've been down this road. But when I tell you this, I don't mean it lightly. This is unlike any beer that I've ever tasted. It's weird, but in a good way. And how do I explain this, right? I, it's, mm. Mm. You get a rush of hops in the front, but it's never over the top. It's so hard to describe. And I think that's the brilliance of this beer is that it's really hard to put your finger on it. There's a dryness throughout the entire time. Okay. And I think the reason that I'm going to give this such a high rating is because I've never had a simple pale ale this complex. Right. I said, again, you've had these flavors before. As you drink these craft beers, you're going to come into contact with beers and flavors that you've had over and over again. This is one of those flavors, but throughout the entire ride of the flavors of this beer, it, it's unreal in terms of the complexities that you get. It's dry throughout, but not too dry. Okay. There's a sweet, dry citrus, you know, mixed with a hot bitterness, unlike anything that I've really had before. This is like, this is like the pinnacle of the battle between hops and sweetness. When you talk about a balanced beer and you say that a beer is well-balanced, I feel like this is the perfect balance. Well-balanced, balanced, and then you have the perfect balance. And that's what I'm getting right now. It's, it's so sweet, but it's checked so hard by the hops. It's almost as if you took a pale ale and instead of turning it up to an 11, you turned it up to a 13. 
It's the most balanced beer I think I've ever had. Which is crazy. I think craft beer, just like anything in the world, out there has to be the best. And I said before, I wanted to go in this with a clear head. I don't know who Three Floyds is. But damn. This is such a pleasant beer to drink. It's almost like you're having something from like Treehouse and you want to like just be like, oh, it's not that good. Or anything. there's some great lacing in the glass. It's a, it's got a great color to it. So like in terms of like, I'll say this, right? In terms of craft beer. Now we know what we know about zombie dust, gumball, head, uh, dreadnought, alpha king here now being their go to. You just if you see anything three Floyds, you got to grab it. You do. I would say that Three Floyds, based off of this beer right here, and this is the first one I've ever had from Three Floyds, I would say this is like discovering Dogfish Head before they were big. I would say that this is akin to that. Even though Three Floyds is pretty big. This is the beer. This is a beer that I wish that I just can't, that I, that there was, I wish there was more. I only got two. If this is this good, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I'd be able to handle zombie dust. It's traditional, okay? It's a traditional pale ale, but it's the best one that I've ever had. And I am shocked. I am literally shocked by the balance of this beer. And I never thought I would do this. In terms of um, this show. But. Holy shit. It's going to get a 9.5, ladies and gentlemen. It's not as high as Lucius with a 9.7. But 9.5 for Alpha King gives us. The Mount Rushmore of the Ales. And it takes over for Madonna. Alpha King, 9.5. Madonna was 9.1. I haven't had an ale that that is this just so balanced in and out. It's one of the it's one of the better beers I've ever had. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope the commercial lands pretty well. I'm going to catch you all next week, hopefully, if life doesn't get in the way. And if it does, I'm sorry. But nonetheless, we're going to Beverage Island tomorrow. I'm going to be wearing my Three Beers in shirt. I'm going to hug and kiss everyone there. If they throw me out, that's fine. As long as I'm thrown out with some craft beer in my cart and in a bag. I'm going to enjoy this Three Floyds. Try to go out there and go get it. Three Floyds, Alpha King. You're not going to regret it. It's one of the better beers I've ever had in my repertoire And that's saying a lot. I've had 176 on the show, more in real life, but 176 on the show is pretty good. Thank you all for listening. I love you all so very much. Please visit the website, visit the store, visit the contact me, 
or contact us section. Talk to me. Let me know how you're feeling like these other people did. I love you guys so much. Thanks again for listening. I'm going to catch you all next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>